This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this business. Investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. And just a reminder before we get started, we're not experts, we're not financial professionals, and we are not licensed. We're here learning just like you, and nothing on this podcast should be taken as advice. With that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce, and as always... I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you? I'm very good, Bryce. Good to be back uh, for another episode. Yes, can't wait. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. Yes. So today we're talking auto investing. Yeah. Which is a feature that more and more brokers are adding to their service, their platform. Yep. And I guess that's the news. We're using news loosely. (laughs) (laughs) That's the update. I think we wanted to uh, just spend the next 15 minutes unpacking what it is, uh, and then how you can think about using it, because it's a it's a pretty cool feature that is pretty new, and so it's worth explaining and unpacking. Mm. It's a feature that has really solved one of the final pain points of true dollar cost averaging. Yes. So let's get automating. Stuck in. Yeah, automating. We, we like to we like to say you can invest without being an investor, and because you know there's all these connotations about like what an investor is. R.M. Williams, uh, <laughs> sleeveless vest, <laughs> talking about stocks at parties. <laughs> kind of sounds like me at the moment. And, you know, we're saying like to, to be an investor, you don't have to care about stocks as much. Mm. Like you can set and forget. And this is the ultimate set and forget and get on with your life. Mm. Auto invest. What is it for those that haven't heard of it, haven't logged into their broker and f- seen it? Yeah. So I- in essence, uh, if you think about what a what you do with a broker, you go in and you buy a stock. Similar These days, similar to how you buy your online shop. Uh, and auto invest is really just a recurring buy. So rather than just buying something once, you tell the broker to buy it at a set interval for however long. It's awesome. It's like an automated transfer in your bank. Yeah, it is exactly it's, the same as an automated transfer in your bank. It's just an, instru- Every two weeks, an instruction to transfer keep doing rent to that account. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And that's what it is. Every two weeks, let's buy $200 worth of this ETF and it'll just keep doing it. Yeah. Until you say otherwise. Uh. The important thing that I learned, because I've set this up for my brokerage, is um, they don't direct debit, or at least the platform that I use doesn't direct debit. Um, That's fair enough. So you have, well, 
the crypto platform that I use does direct debit. Oh, no, no, that's, no, no. that's not true. It. That's not you true. You still send yeah. it, yeah. But micro-investing apps, direct debit. Micro-investing apps, direct debit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, anyway, there's probably a reason why. Uh, but you, so you, so I've set it up. So you set up a bank transfer, transfer $200 once a month to brokerage. And then you tell your broker, invest that $200 in this once a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go on with your life. It's like a supply chain. Sure. <laughs> Get paid. Um, well, and, and this is what I mean around the, the dollar cost averaging um, because there was always that pain point of I can get paid, I can have my payment auto transfer to my broker, I can have in my mind that I want to every month buy $200 worth of X, Y and Z, but if I forget or if the market is doing something that kind of scares me and doesn't yeah, make yeah, me yeah. buy then that that final stage of actually making the purpose uh, purchase wasn't automated yeah but that's why this feature is so good so we obviously can't recommend a broker and the recurring uh feature is just one uh feature set that you should look for when making your own decision yeah uh, but to give you the information so you can go and do your own research more and more australian brokers are offering it i know perla offers it yeah superhero offers it just launched Sharesies? Sharesies do. Sharesies offer it. They've been around for a while. Uh, do any others from memory? Not that I'm aware. Okay. Yeah. And then if you're listening overseas, Robinhood uh, offers it. I'm not sure. I'm not that familiar in the UK, but I'm pretty confident your online brokers will offer it. Or at mm. least some of them will. Mm. It's um, It really became massive in the crypto broker space the last yeah. couple of years. And now we're seeing more and more share brokers offer it. So Ren, with more and more... Uh brokers now offering it and us recognizing that it is is a great feature for us as investors yep how do we then figure out what we're going to auto invest yeah and again it comes down to personal preference for our purposes we're really talking about ETFs yeah I mean if you're bold enough and uh, willing to take on that risk you could auto invest in individual stocks but individual stocks are higher up the risk curve than broad-based market ETFs yeah when I've set mine up personally, I haven't looked at individual stocks. So let's let's stay in the realm of ETFs. I think there's probably three key things, considerations you want to think about if you're thinking about setting up auto investing into ETFs. Brokerage, overlap and fees. Yes. Well, let's start with brokerage because... Uh, If you're auto investing small amounts, you definitely need to understand what you're paying in brokerage. Now, luckily and fortunately, some of the platforms we've spoken about have $0 brokerage on ETFs. So this feature is awesome, which is great because then you're obviously not paying any brokerage and you can (laughs) can auto invest as much as you you would like. However, if you are paying brokerage and let's use an example, you're investing $50 a fortnight into four different ETFs. And for each of those $50 investments, you're paying $10 in brokerage then you're starting to pay a fairly significant chunk of your total investments in brokerage. You're down 20%. Sorry, yeah, you're down 20% on your investments before you even get started. Yeah. Because your $50 has turned into $40. Yeah. And so you actually need to then make 25% back on your investment just to get back to 50%, so to $50. Yeah. And if those numbers confuse you, the long and the short of it is, that's a lot to pay in brokerage. That is a lot to pay in brokerage. But the good news, as we've said, that that 
brokerage is being cut. And I know a lot of argument against dollar cost averaging at a sort of high-ish frequency, fortnightly, monthly. Everyone will chime in on and say, oh, what about brokerage? What about brokerage? What about brokerage? As we've said. And we say, what about it? (laughs) Yeah. There are brokers out there that offer zero brokerage on ETFs. So um, I think the argument is gone. And as we've said many, many times, you are not beholden to one broker. I mean, Ren, last week or whenever it was a couple of weeks ago, you sat down and said you now specifically have a broker just for ETFs. Yeah. Well, so we, I said that on equity, mate. So if people just listen to get started investing, they wouldn't have that context. But I, so I have multiple brokers. I think, you know, like most Australians, you start with a Comsec account and then you branch out from there. Uh, tried a bunch of the new ones, IG, Superhero, Stake, Sharesies, <laughs> like I've signed up to them all. Um, I should get a, like a punch card. <laughs> uh, but what I've done is I've set up one broker that is just my auto-invest core portfolio of ETFs that I- That has zero brokerage. That has zero brokerage. And I chose that specifically because it suited my needs for that particular part of my portfolio. Yeah. I don't need, you know, access to Canadian or European markets because the uh, the ETFs that I want to invest in are listed in Australia. Yeah. So for me, for that part of my portfolio, $0 brokerage on ETFs was more, and the auto invest feature was more important than some of the other features. I mean, those, but, are, t- those are two pretty good features. But then <laughs> for my satellite portfolio where I want to invest in individual stocks, I'm willing to pay some brokerage because I want access to like European markets and the UK market Mm, and mm, stuff like that. mm. And so for that part of my portfolio, my needs are different. And so I prioritize things differently. Yeah. And everyone can do that. Everyone can do it. Yeah. No one says you can't. No one says you only need one broker. So let's let's move on. You found a need, you found uh, a broker that has zero brokerage. You're like, great. Now I'm going to set up uh, auto invest into a bunch of different ETFs. You then sit back and go, hold on a second. How many ETFs should I be doing here? What 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 about overlap? And for people who aren't familiar with overlap, I think it's it's best explained with an example. If you owned the Nasdaq 100 ETF, the S and P 500 ETF, an all world ETF, and a global sustainability leaders ETF, sounds pretty diverse. Hell, even throw in like a growth or like a quality ETF in there. Yeah, I would hazard a guess that the top five holdings in all of those ETFs are exactly the same. Big tech. Apple, Microsoft, Alphabet. Amazon. Amazon. Probably Tesla somewhere. Maybe. Uh, There's another one that I'm missing. Meta? Maybe. Maybe. It's kind of... Anyway. Anyway, apologies (laughs) to the other tech companies. Um, And so that's overlap, that you're just investing in the same companies with different ETFs. And you don't want to do that because then the returns and the risk are really the same Mm. because it's driven by the same companies. Mm. That's not diversified as much as you want. No, that's the key. Having multiple ETFs doesn't mean you're diversified. The ETFs themselves need to have significant difference between each other for you to say that you're diversified. Mm. Mm. One way to find out if you have overlap or not is simply go to the website for the ETF provider, open it up, it'll have top 10 holdings or thereabouts. Sometimes you can even download all the holdings and just have a look across all five of them and see how similar they are. Just to talk to, again, my specific example, given that I've just set this up, to avoid overlap what I've done without sharing specific investment products, but I chose uh, an Australian ETF, Mm -hmm. a US ETF, 
a UK ETF, a Europe ETF, and an Asia X Japan ETF. Because then, like, there's no overlap. What? Why didn't you just go all world? Because it, that's seventy percent US. Nice. Yeah. Test. So pass the test. So for people like the because the US companies are so big, they dominate the all world index, yeah. and so you're really getting US driven returns. Yeah. An, all, an equal weighted all world would be interesting. It would be. <laughs> yeah. It would be. All right, Ren. So we've uh, the, the third consideration when setting up auto invest into ETFs specifically is fees. Now, we've spoken about brokerage. So what do you mean by fees? So every ETF has a management fee in it and that fee varies wildly. The lowest fee for an ASX listed exchange traded product, do you want to guess? Um, I, I thought the beta shares A200. Yeah, that's the lowest for an ASX ETF. Oh, the okay. lowest, uh, the, like for an ETF that tracks the Australian market, yeah. the lowest is 0.03%. Vanguard gets the crown for their US share market ETF. Wow, that's yeah, cheap. Yeah. It's almost free. It is almost free, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the highest, uh, when, when we get into the managed funds, like the actively managed funds, basically hedge funds in an ETF wrapper, 2.27% uh, from K2 Australian small cap fund. Wow. And so like those are very different products. And so it makes sense that the fees are very different. But it's an important reminder that you should look at the fees because in the same way that returns compound year after year, the effects of fees compound year after year. Mm. And by our own maths, uh, across the 258 exchange-traded products in Australia, uh, listed in Australia, the average fee is 54 basis points, 0.54%. That's actually a good stat to know. Thanks, bro. Yeah. It's actually also higher than I would have thought. There you go. Mm. I mean, it's skewed by the active, yeah, the big guys. the active ETFs. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that gets us to the end of the three considerations when thinking about auto investing into ETFs. You've got brokerage, consider the overlap and make sure you're thinking about the fees for which you're doing. And Ren, this was all led, as you've alluded to, by uh, you uh, setting up your own auto invest function and strategy. Uh, are there any sort of closing comments or takeaways that now that you're very much in the setup process that you'd sort of pass on? No, I think for me, it's like do the research, find the broker that works for you. But this is a pretty, this is a feature that really works for me because I am inherently lazy <laughs> and that automating things is is just a really good way of just making sure that they happen uh, in all aspects of life. And uh, there are so many options when it comes to auto investing, you know, like I don't have any property exposure, mm. uh, but I could. I don't have any active management exposure, but I could. I don't have any thematic exposure, but I could. But I just, I wanted to start with this and I've done the minimum amount possible mm -hmm. um, for across those five ETFs. Um, until you give me a pay rise, I'll <laughs> then might be able to add some more. Um, but I'm just like, so my first auto invest went out as we're recording this week. Okay, nice. Um, and so I'm just like dipping my toe in the water, minimum amounts possible, uh, just seeing how it all works. And the great thing is if I decide that there's something about this broker that I don't like, there's at least two others that I can choose from today yeah. and there's going to be more than two in the future. Yeah. So I think that's my final takeaway. So there. I just want to touch on that. So there is a minimum amount that you can do with the broker you're with. Well, yeah, like... Uh, Every broker will have a minimum, even if that minimum is one cent. Yeah, love it, Ren. Well, by the time this episode's episode airs, I will have been married and closed out a wedding, which has been a cash sucker. 
And then I'll be able to get into auto investing as well. Yeah, uh, Ham, if you're listening, a worthwhile cash sucker. A worthwhile cash sucker. No, I'm sure it was awesome. But that brings us to the end of today's episode. Um, love the fact that we continue to see innovation and these brokers making it easier and easier for us as investors to get it done. Direct debit would be nice. Direct debit would be nice, yeah. Anyway, we'll keep complaining and we'll keep seeing what happens. That's it, Ren. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll pick it up next week. Sounds good. Get started investing is a product of Equity Bates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Get Started Investing acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.